0: Hey folks, so welcome to the Nobleman Podcast. This is our first edition of what I am for right now calling the Young Family uh, Specials on the Nobleman Podcast. And so I'm hopeful that we'll do a series, maybe monthly, something like that with uh with members of the young family to just talk about our experience i've uh maybe called it growing up young i don't know but uh it's also our first podcast from the island of oahu in hawaii stacy and hannah and zachary and myself are out visiting with Tim and Caroline and our new grandson, Owen. And so it's a fun time to have uh, two of my sons together so that we can talk about a specific topic that uh, I think will be helpful to you guys. So um, we are in Hawaii. Zach and Tim, welcome. Tell us a little bit uh, just very quickly about where you are in life, what's going on in your world. Zach, go first.
1: All right. So hello, everybody. Um, this is Zachary Young. I just graduated college at Virginia Tech and commissioned as an aviation officer. Um, so I'll actually be reporting in less than two weeks now down to Fort Rucker. And uh, just excited to start the new chapter of life, trying to enjoy some in-between time, uh, visiting with my brothers and um, and just spending time with family. So it's been a been a fun little bit, but I'm ready to go to work.
0: And you were the first uncle to meet baby Owen. So
1: uh, I certainly so a... was. Yes. And I've been told that I'm now the favorite. So yeah.
0: Yeah maybe
2: short-lived. All right, cool. Tim, welcome. Tell us a little bit about where you are in life. Uh, Yeah, my name is Tim. Uh, The most exciting thing that's happened to me recently is becoming a father. We have a two and a half month old at the house, so uh, it's been awesome to uh, go through that experience with Caroline and kind of enjoy that. But I'm also an active duty army officer, Uh, just hit over three years in service and stationed here with the 25th Infantry Division, uh, and enjoying my time uh, down here in Oahu.
0: Yeah, they have decided that they are island people. This is a good fit for Tim and Caroline yes. and their family right now. So Very good much fun. So. Well, listen, I told you guys that I wanted to talk about one specific issue uh, for this podcast, and that issue is the value of having godly peers in your life. And so, folks, if you're listening to this, this is unscripted. That's all I've told them. So we're just going to talk about what their experience was, especially in high school and college, with having some godly... Guys in, our, in their lives. Now, um, I want to kick this off by saying that we've got three sons. You guys have heard me talk about Tim and Zach and Ben. So they grew up with brothers, but it's a whole different experience when it comes to friends. And so this this makes me think about Proverbs 18, um, 18.24 that says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And so I just... I want to start really with your collegiate experience and and tell a story that I, I hope is not too frustrating for you, Tim. But when we dropped you off at West Point, you had what was called Beast Barracks. So your first six weeks was just pretty much a hellish experience, which is somewhat comical because when we dropped you off, you had been counting down to Freedom Day. We dropped you off at West Point. It was anything but freedom. But we got to see you at the six week mark. And because you were not, the the requirements are that you can't communicate with a lot of folks. And I remember how anxious you were. You said before we left, I just wish I had one friend. Do you remember that?
2: Yes, I definitely do. I remember that. I remember some some tears on both ends. Uh, I remember saying uh, 90% of me doesn't want to go back, but 10% of me knows I have to. Uh, But at the end of that time period, I do remember feeling very... Very lonely and like I was going into a place of unknowns by myself.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. And so, you know, we were praying for that one friend for God to bring some folks around you. And so, how was that prayer
2: answered um, in that first semester at uh, West Point? There's probably the longer answer to this and the shorter answer. So I'll try to try to stick with the shorter answer. Uh, but but ultimately that came through um, my first couple roommates. Uh, who named Andrew and Carl, Um, the three of us got very close together. We started going to the Navigators together. Right. um, And really enjoyed our time there and started doing church together as well. Uh, Both those guys came from backgrounds that uh, familiar with faith, uh, had families uh, that were involved in faith as well. Uh, But, Ultimately, the three of us, uh, as we tried to figure out who we were and um, tried to carve out faith in our own lives, uh, figured out a lot of that together. Uh, We went through the uh, Men's Fraternity Series 33, uh, as well as the the time we spent uh, going to Bible study and church. uh, But... Those two friends are really what started it off for me uh, that first first year at West Point.
0: Yeah, and so those two friends actually became a larger group that became known as the Nabs five, I think, the
2: or Nav six. Loosely, loosely. Uh, yeah, definitely a, a close group of guys, all of us heavily involved in navigators uh, during our time there. Uh, but yeah, uh, that group continued to grow. Uh, and uh, still very very active, I would say. Uh, I mean, we got a group text on our phone. We're all in the twenty first century, and so uh, that's a that's a constant source of encouragement throughout the week, or uh, a source of challenge as as guys post questions or um, current convictions that they're yeah. uh, talking about. Okay, and
0: so we'll come back to some more questions about that. But Zach, you had. Um not exactly the same experience, but somewhat similar at Virginia Tech in the Corps of Cadets there. So um, you were looking for some friends, some godly guys um, to pal around with, and ended up with a close cadre of guys that uh, were shaping and sharpening you. So tell that story.
1: Yeah, so... um Really, it it didn't take off quite as quickly for me. I w- it, it was actually my sophomore year, midway through my sophomore year, before I really found somebody who I was going to get really, really tight with. Um, his name is Zach Harding, and you've actually had him on the podcast before. Yeah, the Mach Six guys. You yeah. guys were on a podcast. We'll put a link to that in this uh, in these right. notes. Yeah, that's right. So. Um, But Zach and I started working out together mostly because of a class that we had. We started working on homework and different things together and then started working out together and then decided that, um, hey, we're both men of faith and we want to explore what God has for us at Virginia Tech. Uh, deeply and and do it together and then we were able to find a couple of other guys to draw in and so there's ultimately six of us and uh, that's how we got idea of Mach six which stands for men of Christ six and tech so we just became very close Um, and much like Tim it was it was a place of encouragement it was a place of challenge a lot Um, even still after us all graduating and commissioning we're still very active in the group chat uh, mostly posting podcasts and, uh, desiring God is big right now on our group chat. So a lot of John Piper, um, but just having a lot of fun and exploring what it means to be a man of faith in the military and in 24th, 21st century, uh, and the, and the different challenges that that brings, um, has just been really, it's been really fun and a huge answer to prayer yeah. because on Friday and Saturday nights when I had other friends going out, um, getting into things that maybe I didn't want to be associated with me and these six group of guys, uh, and later on their girlfriends and fiancés, which is kind of a fun fun piece of it, uh, would all just hang out, and that's just what we did. Yeah. So.
0: All right, so um, I'm going to jump around a bit here because this desire to be connected with godly guys, knowing the value of that, didn't really start in college. You guys both had some close friends in high school, so tell me about some close friendships that you had in high school and the value of those relationships tim you want to kick us off as you think about that
2: yeah uh i i mean two in particular come to mind uh michael lucas and ben sims uh michael who ultimately went to virginia tech as well and uh ben who who went to west point um uh just about the same time as me it was a was a year behind, but uh, those two guys uh, definitely connected with a lot. in In high school, we spent a lot of time, uh, whether it was at church or outside of church, just just spending time together. Um, and it wasn't all wasn't all Bible study, all right. all that all the time. Uh, a lot of times, at least in high school, it was playing on the basketball court, throwing a football, um, uh, a lot of just just hanging out, uh, but ultimately those influences uh, played a big, big role in who I became and uh, what brought interest to me, what uh, I spent time doing, um, but yeah, both those guys, although we're not not as close now as we were back in high school, uh, definitely set the stage for expectations of finding high-caliber, uh, quality guys in college.
0: Yeah, good. All right, Zach, um, you had some very close relationships in high school, too, that uh, kind of set the stage for this and the tone for this this idea that I need some godly men in my life.
1: Yeah, so I, I think I want to jump on uh, the train that Tim just, just started and say that, I mean, I had mo- mainly two guys in high school who I was really, really close with and still are. Uh, to some degree, John Duncan and Ryan Mathis, and so John actually just got married, I think, two weeks ago, um, and it was a blast to be at his wedding. Um, and just, you were you were best man at his wedding. Yeah, I was involved in the wedding, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Just um, I don't know, seeing a lot of those relationships come full circle. Um, but John went to VMI and is commissioned into the army as an engineer officer. So uh, we had a lot of shared experiences with you know basically commiserating over just yeah. these sucky experiences, but also the excitement of going forward. Um, from different perspectives. But uh, really what I want to say about that is it did set a standard of, hey, man, I enjoy being connected with folks outside of my family. As much as I enjoy hanging out with Ben and Tim uh, and Hannah and you um, and the challenge that you all offered, it was good and it's healthy to get outside of your family and find friends who offer different perspectives, but also strong, godly perspectives on what it means to live out faith. Um, And so that did. It set a standard, and that's what I went to college looking for because because of the kinds of friends they were to me in high school.
0: All right. So, so talk about that. You went looking for that. And, and think about our audience here. Our audience is probably going to be more parents than there are 22 and 25-year-old guys listening to this. So um, I, I know a lot of parents of young men like yourselves are going to be anxious for, praying for, hopeful for their sons to make connections with guys uh, like this. And so, what what made that part of a desire in your life, and what encouragement would you give to these dads who may be listening about how to encourage their sons in this in this idea of going to find, going with the idea that I need to connect with some godly men because if I don't, I know what can happen.
1: What what do you have to say to that? Uh, honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with. Examples. Um, and so you set dad, you set a great, fantastic example of meeting with some godly men every Friday morning. I remember conversations that we had, uh, intentionally about the importance of having godly men to speak into your life. Um, and so I think a lot of that desire really stemmed from watching my dad have good and um, intentional relationships and, and really being challenged. Cause I, I, we would talk about the conversations that you guys would have. Uh, and so it just makes you walk away with this. I mean, I mean first of all, dad, dad is just a um, almost a hero in your life. You always want to be somewhat like your father. Uh, and so I think that that, that for me was a big push to it that, hey, dad is doing a great job of connecting. I want to have that connection. Um, I love the stability that it offered. And so I think that's, that's a main reason I went looking for it in high school. And then ultimately in college, when, you know, your world, excuse me, your world expands, and you're now trying to decide who are you going to be? What are you going to pursue after? What are you going to be known for? Um, I mean, I had that to fall back on, that yeah. I wanted to find some godly men to help me walk through life and it not just be whatever Zach Young wants to do, whatever, um, you know, I want to do on a Friday night or whatever. It's, it's going to be other people helping me, walking alongside of, of, uh, of our journey together.
0: You know, uh, for you, Zach, especially, I, I remember there was a crisis moment when you called me one day, and I won't go into details about this, but you said, Dad, will you pray for me? I don't, do you remember this story? And, um, and so I talked to you, we, we kind of got to the crux of what it was that was going on and, um, I came to the house and we met together, prayed together and, and I said, what, what do you need to do now? And you said, I need to talk to some some guys, but I also need some guys in my life that I meet with on a regular basis. And so I think one of the things that, that may happen to us is in that moment where there is a crisis of faith and there is, we recognize that we can't stand alone. Um, we have to make ourselves vulnerable to go and be with some other guys, even though that's uncomfortable and hard at times we need to yield ourselves to that and, and humble ourselves to see the value in connecting with other men. Is that a fair statement as well?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't even mind saying that I think the time you're referring to was really my first exposure to like hardcore, legit pornography. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I, I do remember that day very well. Um, and I also remember the overwhelming love and grace that I felt. Um, from you and even from Christ, honestly, as you, as you pointed me back to this picture of, hey, God definitely sets a standard for you, but he, he loves you through the mistakes that you make. Um, and so a lot of that, even that perspective of being pointed back in grace, uh, setting standards, having even discipline was set by watching you walk through life with some other guys. And um, that was huge in my life through college and well, still and is. And not just
0: me. I mean, you saw other adult men involved in this sort of thing as well, yeah. involved in relationships. And Tim,
1: my brother. I mean, yeah. honestly, Tim, you your example at West Point was – the biggest thing that told me I want something almost exactly like this. Um, cause I remember your friends coming home for Thanksgiving and different, different weekends that we would go up there and I'm friends with your friends now, which is hilarious. Um, I still text your friends, which <laughs> is kind of fun. So Tim, anything else to add to that? Yeah. Um, I'm probably
2: sometimes the son who pushes back on a lot of yeah. what's said sometimes. So I, I'll agree with Zach to to a certain extent. I I saw you engage with a lot of Christian guys. Um, I you know I can I can think of you know a couple in particular, but I don't I don't know if I ever saw you truly hardcore engage with with some guys. At least maybe when I was younger in my life. I think you know you. I mean we're all growing, even even you, and it's it's been cool to even continue to learn from you. But um, I think the biggest the biggest thing that led to me uh desiring those friendships um in college was not so much the example, but the the void that was left in my life. Um as you alluded to in the beginning, I felt very lonely. Yeah. I felt very, very out of place. Um I felt stranded. I was, you know, up in New York. The rest of the family was down in Virginia. I was the first kid to leave the house. Um, it was it was lonely. Um, and it, before I had left, uh, you had given me a Bible, which some guys had written in, and uh, many of them had put verses. Uh, that led back to Joshua, and so I remember feeling led to read the book of Joshua. And you know, as I read uh, Joshua, um, you know the the first sentence in there was after the death of the after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. The Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses's assistant, Moses, my assist, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. And uh, I thought about the the leadership void in my life uh, after after having been after being a son under a rooftop with, you know, a father who was leading. Uh, you know, I was a Joshua in that scenario. I got to, to see you go up the mountain but thankfully in the morning. I wasn't dead, but <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yeah. But, but that was still powerful for me to yeah. hear because okay, now there was this there was this distinct marker in Joshua's life where it's like okay, it's time for you to pick up the mantle, you to carry on forward, and uh, just thinking about the other guys I would need uh, around me as as I move forward, thinking about that that family uh, aspect that I I longed for and I desired, and uh, I knew. I knew that could only be found in the church and in a godly group of guys. Uh, one of the most difficult things about West Point is the fact that you are judged on everything. It's not just your academics; it's your your physical acumen. It's uh, your very social presence. You mm-hmm. kind of get a grade on, um, you know, your your room. I mean, there's not a part of your life that is not put on a scale. Um, and you just feel very laid out, weighed and measured. Uh, and there's, there's not a lot of room for inadequacy or, or pain or um, just, okay, acknowledging, yep, this is where I'm struggling. This is what's hard. Uh, and I found a group of guys in the Christian community there uh, that I didn't have to put up a, this facade for. That yeah. I've got everything under control, uh, and it was, it was a relief. It was a breath of fresh air. Uh, I could go to dinner with these guys, which we got dinner together every night. We could share what was hard. Uh, we didn't have to pretend that we had it all together. Um, and it's funny that how being honest about that ultimately helped a lot of us through that scenario. Helped right. keep us together. Um, But I think that was that was together under Christ, not together on our own ability. Um, So that was that void that was left in my life, leaving um, home, whether that was from family or, you know, lack of necessarily a direct uh, spiritual leader that was present uh, is ultimately what drove me to want to find that community.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I know. You know, so I put myself in this category of, of guys who need other men to speak into their lives. And, man, if, if you're looking at this, at any of these situations and thinking, well, I, I don't want anyone to see my weaknesses or I don't want anyone to think that I ever need any help, um, that's just really a foolish and fleshly way to go into this because, you know, I know some of your stories and some of the times when you've needed your buddies to cheer for you, to encourage you, to kick you in the seat of the pants, to put their arm around you and pray for you. Uh, And you've done the same for them. I mean, I know of some of those circumstances. It happens in my life. I've shared some things with my guys about what's going on in my life right now with Noble Warriors and some other things just recently. And so it's this shared sense of vulnerability and humanity and understanding that when we try to live life in the flesh, that Satan is going to take us down. But when we walk together with Christ, seeking him in his way, and not only for ourselves, but for our buddies, then all of a sudden um, Satan is not as powerful in any of our lives because we're going after this together. There's, a, there's this band of brothers concept that that we all need. Um, Yeah, I know we're going to run out of time here because I'm trying to put a time stamp on this. Guys, what advice do you have for young men, maybe coming through high school or maybe in middle school? um, If some of them were to listen to this, what would you say to them about the value of being connected with some other guys? And how do you find the right guys? Because you are also, you know, this this verse that I just read, um, it says a man of many companions may come to ruin. You guys have plenty of companions as well. But you, the real blessing is these friends that stick closer than a brother. So how do you discern in this circle of acquaintances, guys that I know, how do you find the men that are going to walk with you and sharpen you and encourage you and point you to Jesus? What, what does that look
2: like? I think there's one thing that you have to find uh, be, beyond them being, being a believer and, and being sure about that. There's, there's one key component and that is consistency. Hmm. Um, I think back to, you know, one of my best friends, Henry in that group who, uh, was the best man at my wedding. And the guy was an oddball when I first met him. I thought, who on earth is this? I could tell he loved Jesus. I could tell he was, you know, um, somebody who was passionate about his faith. Um, maybe not the first person I would have hung out with it. Same with Andrew, uh, him and I had very different backgrounds. Uh, but these guys were consistent and yeah. I noticed them continuing to show up to things. And I, that that's all it takes. I'm, I'm convinced of it. It just takes consistency. Look at the broad band of people that Jesus gathered, uh, together. Um, those guys, you got tax collectors mixed in with fishermen, uh, don't go looking for the right click. Go looking for guys who are in Christ and are consistent. And you will learn so much more from those guys who have differences uh, about Christ, about yourself. And that's what it all boils down to. To me, is find guys that are consistent. God, God will work the rest of it out.
0: There you go. I love that. I love that recommendation for find guys who are consistent and and reliable. They're gonna. They're present. Yeah, Zach, what else would you say to look for when you're looking for guys of this caliber that are going to uh, to walk with you and sharpen you?
1: Well, I think, uh, Tim, thank you for that. That's a good word. I uh, like the whole idea of just approaching things, looking for consistency. Um, I think two things for me. One, just never Mm. underestimating the power of prayer, Mm. um, because of the examples set by you and by Tim, um, I had known I wanted this. I, I wanted a group of guys, um, long before I got to school. And so it was a, it was a prayer request, um, that, that I was praying for long, probably two years before I even got there. Um, just, just from watching Tim. And, and so that was, I, I fully believe that having this group of guys coming together was an answer to prayer. Um, and God, you know, just, just making that happen. And, um, and that being in his will, thankfully. And, um, so never underestimate the power of prayer, man, pray about it. Um, ask God and you shall receive. So I think that's cool. The other thing I want to add on to the consistency piece is intentionality. I think there's a huge difference in individuals and people who um, aren't just walking through life all willy-nilly. They have an intentional purpose for the places they go, the people they meet, the conversations they have, uh, and the way they choose to live life and faith. And so I think being consistent takes intentionality. And so if you can find somebody who's mature enough to, to have the, in, they are intentionally investing in and the programs, the organizations, um, and the people that they're around oftentimes are going to be pretty good guys, especially if they're believers. I mean, that obviously needs to be number one, um, as Tim alluded to. But once you find that, man, invest in them. They'll invest in you, and vulnerability will get you get you the rest of the way. So... Um, yeah, I think consistency, intentionality, and, and, and vulnerability. All right. so, and, Zach, well, you and,
0: and I have talked about this. You're getting ready uh, on the 20th of June, uh, which is just uh, t- 10 days away. You're going to pack up a truck and a trailer and drive to Fort Rucker, Alabama and show up. And literally, you know, a handful of people in that area. So you have a whole new opportunity to be whoever you want to be. You can be a hoodlum. You can be a gangster, a thug. You can be anything you want to be. Um, How are you going to go about finding? You're going to have to find some new guys. I mean, I, I, I get the idea of the text group but we really need flesh and blood that's close by in this um are you going to be looking for a, some new guys in Alabama?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been on my prayer on my prayer wall, my journal for a long time now. Um, and I am confident that the Lord's going to provide that. I don't know when and where, uh, but I'm confident He will. And I am already ex- looking forward to in- investing in the church. Um, collegiate ministries are awesome and they have a time and a place in your life. but. Uh, God calls us each to invest in a church and be a part of a part of a larger church body, and so that's what I am looking forward to being a part of, and hopefully finding some guys that are involved in that church uh, or, or the faith, the larger faith community down at Enterprise. So um, definitely something I'm I'm looking forward to, and and just expecting yeah. God to move, just not sure. Tim, what wear. kind of
0: prayers yeah. are you praying for, Owen and friends? Uh, I realize the little rascals; uh, he's just three months old, but. Um it's not too early to pray for God to bring godly
2: people around him,
0: godly mentors, godly friends.
2: Um, yeah, I can't say that we've done the greatest job of praying for that particular piece right now. Uh, but that's a that's a good challenge. I I appreciate that, um, you know, definitely already praying for for faith, um, praying that Christ would reveal himself to, to Owen, um, is a, is a huge prayer, uh, a weighty, a weighty thought, uh, for, for Caroline and I both. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great challenge, uh, to start praying for those mentors and, and friends even now.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let me finish this off. I think a fun thing, um, I know you guys are readers. And uh, so tell me about something that you're reading right now or a recommendation for a resource that you would have to, uh, to share with our group. Tim, let me plant a seed for you. You should see the eye rolling that went on here just as I, because I, we really are doing this off the cuff. Tim, would you make a recommendation
2: for folks to check out Chosen and, and, <laughs> and engage that? Carolina and I both have enjoyed the chosen series, uh, and, uh, have really, we've had a lot of good conversations about that. Um, whether it's from the, the making it standpoint or from the the episodes themselves. Uh, I think that's one of those things that, um, it may not be exactly word for word, uh, yeah. what's coming from scripture. Um, but I will say uh, the The conversations that have come out of that between Caroline and myself have been uh, challenging, have been encouraging. Uh, the conversations we've got many people in our Tuesday night prayer group that have watched this. Conversations that have come out of the show, um, even in our prayer group, has been been encouraging, convicting as we as we consider what Jesus's heart um looked like back then uh looks like even now and how we interact with people i think they just came out with a small group study guide did i see that
0: just recently as a new yeah um i believe they did as well yeah so um great resource zach what are you going to throw out here as uh something that you could recommend to some some guys
1: yeah, well, I, I think right right now what I'm reading is um, a biography on Martin Luther by Eric Metaxas, um, and it's just phenomenally well written. I don't know if uh, anybody's read Eric Metaxas before, but just does a great job of revealing truth uh, in somebody's heart um, long after they're deceased, which is just incredible. But even the German monk who turned our Protestant faith on its head— um, almost single-handedly did not do so single-handedly. He had a group of men around him constantly um, who may have not been there in the flesh, but were constantly writing him, uh, encouraging him, offering him advice, even giving him a place to stay when he was um, being exiled by the by the Roman Empire. So, just, it's fascinating to me to, to sit here and think about the one man who we can look and turn back to and look at our Protestant faith um, and and really the birth of modern... Modern, yeah, modern, modern Protestant faith uh, had a group of guys who, if they were not there, he would have uh, succumbed to the pressures of the Catholic Church and the Roman Empire back wow. in the 1500s. Um, wow. Yeah, good word from uh, from
0: Zach about. Um about the the biography of Martin Luther by Eric Metaxas, and then the the Chosen uh, series, which you have to get through an app. We talked about that this week, so um, so check that out. We'll put a link to both of those in the in the show notes here, But guys. I want to come back to uh, to this verse, uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty four. You should have this underlined and marked in your in your Bible, and um, just it'd be well for you to ask yourself, Do I have these friends who stick closer than a brother? Uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty four. Uh, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So thanks, folks, for joining us for, uh, for this um, special edition of the Nobleman podcast with uh, Zach and Tim. And uh, we'll look forward to doing more of these as, uh, as a special part of the Nobleman podcast series. So thanks so much, guys. Appreciate you being with us today.